Welcome to the Single Over 30 Podcast with dating and relationship coach, Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Last week, I coached three women within about a 24-hour period, and every single one of them wrestled with what I'm going to talk with you about. That topic is about losing your voice and sabotaging your love life. Now, when I say losing your voice, I'm not talking about losing your physical voice um, and, you know, like the way that you get laryngitis and cannot speak. What I'm doing is I'm talking about not sharing your opinions or your thoughts your whole self, changing who you are, shutting down your personality, not being forthcoming about how you really feel. And this can happen to women when they have experienced some negative things in their life when they were small or when they were growing up. For example, abuse, either physical or emotional can cause this. Um, When we've experienced a lot of shaming, when people have put us down or ridiculed us, I guess, which would fall in line with emotional abuse. Um, When we've been rejected and we felt this deeply inside of ourselves and we're afraid of getting rejected again, it can cause us to lose lose our voice, when we've been ignored, when someone who was supposed to love us didn't love us, right? Or we experienced some sort of humiliating experience. The list just goes on and on and on about the types of things that can cause us to lose our voice. Because what happens is when we experience these negative experiences, there are always beliefs that come on the back end of those experiences. And some of those things are, I've got to be different, to be emotionally safe. I can't totally be myself because myself, who I really am, is not acceptable. I have to hide. I've got to shut down my heart. I have to be quiet. I can't really say what I really think because then something bad is going to happen. And then when all of this happens, so we have the negative experiences and then we have the beliefs that follow, what will happen is, We lose our voice, and that means we won't set boundaries when we should. For example, in a relationship, a guy comes along, and he's stepping over our boundaries, and instead of speaking up, because we've lost our voice and we are afraid, we will allow him to move our boundaries, to push our boundaries, to step over our boundaries, and that will put us in a bad position. Maybe we're afraid of making someone angry. And so we don't really speak our mind. We don't really say what's contrary because we're afraid something bad is going to happen. Maybe what we'll do is we'll become avoidant. We'll look down. We'll turn away. We won't look men in the eye. We'll try to be someone else. Like I said, that, that we're really not. I coached one woman who told me that in every single relationship she had ever been in, that she had kind of twisted herself into a pretzel to become what the other person wanted her to be. If you remember the movie Runaway Bride, and I just recently watched it, how the main character, she liked her eggs whatever way the guy she was dating liked his eggs, right? So she lost her voice. She lost herself. When we lose our voice, we lose confidence, and then we lose assertiveness. And then what happens is we can't really have true intimacy. We may even, um, there's women I've coached who felt like when they lost their voice through shame or through being abused or whatever, and those things all go together, is that they felt like um, they couldn't talk anymore. So they stopped talking. They stopped really expressing their opinion. And then what happened is that leaked over into their relationship with men. 
And then when it came time to date or to have a relationship, they felt like they couldn't have a relationship because they didn't know how to have just a conversation. So these are all ways of, you know, shutting down, not setting boundaries, not being yourself, running away. These are all ways of self-protection. The problem is, is that that keeps you, it will keep you from what you really want is to be um, vulnerable and to be open and to experience intimacy with another person emotionally and physically and to feel safe, right? So these are all ways of self-protection. So what do you do if you're that person? If you're going, you know what, Shanna, I totally identify with the stuff that you have just said to me. I am that person who twists herself into a knot, to try to be accepted. I am the woman who does not speak up when her boundaries are being stepped over. How do you move past that? So what I want to do is give you just a simple little exercise that you can start putting into practice. So the first thing is, is you want to identify what you do. So for example, in my life, my thing was because I grew up in an environment where I was a peacekeeping middle kid. Whenever there was conflict, what I would do is I would emotionally shut down and pull away, right? I'd stop talking because that was my way of protecting myself. And then that that behavior just transferred over into my personal life and my adult life when I started dating. This worked when I was in my family because it was a coping mechanism, but out in the real world, it did not work because it kept me from developing relationships and it kept me from facing confrontation. So what I would want to do if I wanted to move past this is start to identify when I do that or pay attention to what's going on inside of me. So for example, let's say there's a conflict. I start to feel that fear kind of rise up in me and that anxiety that makes me want to bolt or run away or shut down. I would pay attention to that and I would keep note of that. I might even write that down on a piece of paper in a journal so that I can say, okay, here's what I'm doing. And then what I would do is I would start to gather proof that I can really do the opposite because what that behavior has taught me is this is the only way you're going to be safe. You're only safe emotionally if you shut down, you stop talking, you pull away. That's the only way because any other way is not emotionally safe. So what I would have to do is start proving to myself that that's not true. So for me, once I would start feeling that anxiety inside of me, I would go, okay, this is a trigger point and I need to pay attention to it. And so now what I want to do is the opposite by saying something that I wouldn't normally say. Now, it doesn't have to be any big thing. It doesn't have to be some huge confrontation. It could just be expressing my voice, my opinion, my thoughts in a little tiny way that I would not normally to start to become more empowered. So if I can't do it in the moment, like when there is um, some conflict or something, then I might try to just start expressing my opinion when I wouldn't normally and just kind of more innocuous, not as threatening situations. So I would start gathering proof that I really don't need that unhealthy coping mechanism that sabotages my relationships in order to be safe. So I would start doing the opposite. So for example, Let's say that I'm afraid that I can't have conversations with men. I don't know how to talk to men. I have no idea how to have a conversation with them because when I was young, I always got shut down and I felt like everyone thought I sounded dumb and I, so I just stopped talking. And so 
maybe it was my father that did that to me. And so as a result now, I always feel uncomfortable around men and feel like I can't have conversations with them. So the first thing that you would want to do is put yourself in a position where you don't feel as threatened as you could. What I mean is, is that lots of times romantic relationships, those are the ones that feel threatening or potential romantic relationships. So what I would start doing is start um, talking and having small conversations with men that have no threat to me. So for example, maybe men who are married to my friends or men who belong to a social organization I belong to or men who go to my church or whatever. So I would start expressing myself that way. And then I would start gathering proof that I really can do this. So you're going to start, the first thing, like I said, is identify where it is that your coping mechanism is not healthy. Then I would start paying attention to what's going on in my body in those social interactions so I can pinpoint where the triggers are. Then I would start doing a little bit of the opposite so I can start gathering proof that I really do have the capability not to hang on to that negative coping mechanism. Another example, let's imagine that you're really afraid of rejection. You got rejected in the past and it just terrifies you. Believe me, I've been there as I'm sitting here, I'm holding my hand up because I've been there. Let's imagine you're just terrified of rejection. And so as a result, what you do is whenever a man moves towards you and he shows some sort of interest in talking to you or is friendly, you are abrasive to him. And you really want a relationship. So you want to stop doing this. So it's really scary for you to move toward him in any way. So what you would do is just something small. Maybe you would just try to change the tone of your voice a little bit at first. And then maybe you try to look a man in the eye and smile, right? And then as you're doing these things and you're starting to gather proof that you really can do the opposite of the unhealthy response, then you're going to write those things down and you're going to keep a list like say in a journal and gather data showing that you are not this person who needs to lean on this negative response, that you really can have a healthy relationship and that you do not need to sabotage your love life. Which leads me to, if you would like to get a free 30-minute breakthrough session with me, head on over to shannashutycoaching.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-S-C-H-U-T-T-E coaching.com. And you can set up a free 30-minute session with me. And during that 30 minutes, I will help you overcome one of your biggest dating or relationship obstacles. Again, that's shannashutycoaching.com. And before I go, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. Keep it sunny, please.